Hey everyone, it's Elena for another episode. This topic I never really originally had planned to go over, but because of recent events that have occurred, I think it's kind of a a good topic to go over. It may not be really about adoption, but it's kind of related only because of being in America. But Recently, I basically tested positive for COVID. I am normally of the one to not really share what's going on in my life in the sense of medical information, and unless you know you're really close to me, and um, but this is I think something that should be discussed, and you'll understand why in a second. But basically. I don't think it's the first time I've had COVID. A couple years ago, back in, I think, in early 2020, when COVID first got to the United States, uh, I was actually in California for work and flew into LAX and back from LAX as well. And uh, I remember when I returned back to my residential destination, from this work trip, I saw in the news that there was like this whole breaking news, first COVID case at LAX. And it was basically the same, it was interesting, the same day as I was in the airport getting my flight out back to where I resided. And I thought that was interesting. But I hadn't really thought anything of it. And a couple of days later, I had to go back into the office, and I felt fine, but not myself, if you will. And a couple days after that, I started to feel kind of sick. And I didn't really know what was going on. Sometimes I have a high pain tolerance and a high threshold for a lot of things. And so sometimes it takes a little while for my brain to process like, hey, you're not, you're not well. My body's already processing it, but sometimes I'm I'm stubborn and hard-headed, so I probably just don't have, I don't take the time to to realize uh, something's off. So anyways, I'm at work sitting at my cube at this time, and all of a sudden I'm just not feeling good at all, like at all. And I knew something was really wrong because I felt like I was going to pass out while I was sitting in my chair. And in that moment, I realized I need to leave work. I probably should go to the doctor's office because this is not right. And so I get up and basically I had to like make small little, tr- not trips, but stops along the way because I kept having shortness of breath. And in this time frame at least uh from my office to the parking lot it was probably a good mile away there was a lot of construction going on so it was a long journey and I would I would start overheating it just felt like honestly I just was trying so hard to just get to my car without completely passing out from what would whatever was going on so anyways Basically, get home, try to go to a doctor's office, see a doctor, a walk-in 
um, clinic and they prescribe me some meds, doesn't work. Fast forward, see a different doctor and they prescribe me some meds and, and finally it, it works. So three weeks of being sick, basically. And I had all the symptoms you can think of, basically. Um, fever, headaches, aches, like body aches. Um, let's see, like cough, sore throat, just pretty much everything. And you know what's interesting is I didn't know this until after the fact, after a long, long time. But this was kind of before I felt terrible. But basically, I was in a conference room at work before I was in that chair of feeling terrible. And I was in this conference room having a meeting and then had to do a handover to this group coming in after us um, in the meeting I was in and driving, meaning I was at the computer, typing notes, driving the meeting. And this guy comes behind me and starts setting up. Well, a couple of days later, my company, this was their first time basically responding to a COVID case. And again, COVID was fairly new around this time. And they wouldn't allow allow anyone to get tested for COVID um, unless you were 65 and older or like in death type situation, basically. And so there was a, a a situation where someone got COVID and they didn't know how to really sanitize the area. So they sent literally everyone in that building home. They didn't know who they would consider close contact, who needed to quarantine, except that we all got sent home for two or three days to self-isolate until they cleaned the entire building out because of this one person and he got COVID. Later to find out that I guess they finally allowed him to get tested because he was coughing up blood. And so six months to a year later, um, a, a friend of mine and I were talking about COVID and everything and that whole situation. And I kind of had an aha moment because I was like, yeah, I remember all the symptoms. I don't know if I've ever had COVID. I haven't been tested for because even six months to a year later, they're still kind of you know pushing back on who gets tested. So anyways, and then I think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I wonder if I got him sick because he came in after me, excuse me, and I wonder, I just wonder. And so he's patient zero. I was like, oh, was I patient double zero? I don't know. But I felt terrible, even though it's been almost a year later, I felt so terrible with that thinking that I might have been the one that got him sick. Didn't even know it, right? I didn't feel deathly ill, if you will, until a couple of days of not feeling great, but not enough to be like, oh, I'm sick. So I felt really bad. So I think that was my first time having COVID. And it took three weeks to get over it. I I had shortness of breath. I I think I ended up getting the double ear infection, respiratory infections, like a double respiratory infection. Just it was just wild. Um, so then, a couple years later, throughout this time, I've had uh, close contact situations. I've been sick with colds a couple times where I had to go get tested for COVID. It's a typical like, oh, if you feel these symptoms, it must be COVID. And usually, it came up negative. So anyways, recently I, I all of a sudden 
started feeling bad. I got a fever, I had body aches, fatigue, headaches. Um, in time, I I had, well, actually, the cough was the first thing that I had. But after the fever broke, um, still had a cough. And then lost taste and smell. So pretty much everything under the symptoms list, I guess. I the the primary ones I've I've had with this. And I at first I was in denial because I thought of all the times that I had felt bad and been close contact, I've been negative, so it's probably not COVID, it's just probably cold or whatever. And then finally got tested and it, it came back negative. Or I'm sorry, it came back positive. And um so yeah, that was that was definitely different. And, you know, I'm not here really to talk about COVID. I the reason I I'm talking about COVID is to go into the next topic actually is the way like Americans prioritize their health. It's just seems so different and and especially taking time off and just really prioritizing themselves. We seem to, as American culture and corporate America, we don't, we we tend to go off the stigma that the more hours we work, the more important we are, or the the higher intelligence we have, or the the more needed we are, and it's just like, it's just so different in comparison to other countries. I I think at one point I read a study that, um. Americans leave the most vacation time on the table than any other country. Most countries prioritize taking time off, vacation time. And um, when I say vacation, it's not always extravagant excursions. It's just taking time off, even if it's at the house or weekend getaway or just time for yourself. We don't do that. We're constantly, as Americans, we're constantly on the go our phones are always on, we're always trying to respond, we're, we're always feeling like it seems like we're going to get left behind if we don't respond to this email text or phone call from work. And we start to kind of lose focus on ourselves in the sense of taking care of ourselves mentally, like, you know, our mind and body. And we actually, in the end, if we're not taking care of our mind and body then we are getting left behind because we're spending so much time recovering than just taking time maybe once once a week to just allow ourselves to fully relax and just let our body rest and actually recently too I I read an article, I think it was in either Japan or China. They were trying to incent- incentivize smokers. And basically they said with the amount of times, like the 15, 20 minute breaks that smokers take, the amount of time slots that you take, if you quit smoking, we will basically give you three to six additional days of pay time off. And that allowed smokers to stop smoking because they would rather have time off with family than smoking and it's interesting because countries like that prioritize time with family and time off away from work versus americans where we are 
constantly on the go. We're constantly connected. Even when people are on vacation, you see them responding to emails. I even see out of office notifications that say, here's my personal cell number if you need to get a hold of me. It's like, that's not a vacation. Why Why can we not disconnect? And it just it's interesting to see such a wide range wide range of prioritization of our health and it's not just our health i think it's just work in general i i think it was switzerland that did a study that they they went from a typical 9 to 5 job to a 410 because they found more productivity in 4 days of 10 hour work because you're not spending pretty much five days a week where you really only have four or five hours of productivity because you're not getting ready for work, you're not trying to drive to work, you're not getting coffee at work, you're not chit-chatting, you're not you're just trying to say, I only have four days to get work done, I need to get to it. And in America, you know, there's people working fifty, sixty, seventy hour days or days, weeks, really. And that's going to get you. I remember, I think it was maybe in college I read this quote, where it was um, one of the Bushes and said, no one's going to remember you by the awards or degrees you have. They're going to remember you by the memories that you created with people. It's so fascinating to see that the American culture's prioritization of success and what that does to their health. And I know that I don't do a good job of prioritizing my health. I don't really take vacation. In fact, I usually only use my vacation for times I need it. A couple years ago, I had to use it for back surgery. I had to use it, well, wanted to use it to to move. Only recently did I take time off and truly take time off away from work. And it's just something I need to prioritize. And it's interesting because when I had back surgery, and I'll probably get into this in a different episode, but I had a rude awakening of, of life in general. I had a... I don't say life-threatening, but nearly life-threatening experience that kind of jolted the way I saw life. And I tried to change my ways, and it seems like I kind of forgot that perspective a little bit. Um, you know, I, I used to work all the time. And then after my near-life death situation... I was like, okay, I need to figure out a better balance. I need to go to work, but also have a life outside of work. And that was going great for a while. And then all of a sudden, I'm kind of refocused on work and some balance outside of work, but not enough to keep a good balance. Not enough to keep my my health in balance either. So it was just interesting as I get over COVID to think about the different prioritization on work and health that countries have. 
And I think America, for whatever reasons, they just don't tend to push that as a priority of of keeping yourself healthy. Because if you think about it, if you go, 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 and you think you're helping, and then you just kind of like flatline for a week or two because you're sick, not literally flatlining, you're kind of getting, I don't want to say even, or still left behind because all that time spent recovering versus just taking one once a week to just allow yourself to be present and get the recovery you need so you don't get sick or so you don't burn out so i i don't know i just thought this was a a good timing topic as i reflected while being sick there's another quote i heard recently when i was taking a leadership course and i think it really struck out to me i finally realized ah that's what they mean rest before you are tired rest before you are tired and i thought i knew what it meant but i i have a much better understanding of it now having gone through covid and really sitting with my thoughts but not overthinking it of what that means so i'm going to do a better job of prioritizing rest before i'm tired so i can have a more stable routine and health physical health to maintain my my goals and aspirations in life and so I can be present for what I want and who who I can be with and who I can help a little better than you know getting sick every couple months because I'm just burning on empty or uh, running on empty So I know this wasn't about adoption or anything like that, but I'm hoping this is informative for the people that need to hear to prioritize themselves, especially their health. I don't, I don't think that we do that very well in America. Um, I know some countries definitely have a better handle on, on doing that and, and prioritizing or helping people prioritize that for themselves and it's all our decisions right I take full ownership of it um but I just do find a very distinct difference of I want to say benefits but ways to approach it of the different countries of how they deal with work and health even so yeah um my book is still on Amazon Coming to America, an adoption story. You can also check it out on my website, elenalee.net. I always appreciate people listening to my podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like for me to cover, definitely let me know. Let's see what I can do to, to cover it. And continue to share the the book and and the news of all all of what you find out through my podcast and um, it, it helps. I'm trying to reach more than just my circle. I want this to be out there to help many, many, many people. I'm working on a small project actually to do a, 
uh, translation of my book to different languages. So more on that topic um, in a future episode, but I am working on that so I can have a much higher outreach. And in order to even support that, uh, I'll definitely um, lean on my supporters to help get that word out too. So I definitely appreciate everyone who's been following and and supportive of, of my project endeavor. So thank you very much. And thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. See ya.